to the Principal Thing Talk Show, where wisdom meets purpose. Join host D. Gerard Lindsay each week as he connects the dots from the book of Proverbs that helps you to navigate life successfully and propel you into divine purpose. Listen in now. Hello, everyone. How are you? This is your host, D. Gerard Lindsay. This is the Principal Thing Podcast. It's where wisdom meets purpose. Last week, I talked about the it's time. It's the dating time. It's dating time. Uh, this week, I'm going to continue that. I'm going to stay in that same vein. I uh, got my spiritual daughter with me again, and she has some hot questions that I hope I'm going to be prepared for. So, I'm staying here because a lot of the young people really want to deal with this dating thing. I've got single men and single women, uh, spiritual sons and daughters that really want to know the how to's because they want to make sure they get it right. We're not looking for perfect. We're just looking for right. Uh, So let's go ahead on and get this thing cracking. Uh, Tiffany, thank you again for being with us today. You are so welcome. All right. So look, we're going to get right to it, jump right into the mix. Uh, I understand, uh, Tiffany, you have some questions for me today that a lot of you young people have been tossing around, uh, you in particular, and you want to deal some more with this dating journey and you want your questions answered. Am I correct? Well, I want questions answered for the people that, <laughs> but I, I benefit also because, you well, know, hey, 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 like old school, old school classic. Let's give the people what they want. All right. Give the people what they want. So. We um this week I really wanted to go a little bit deeper dad than last week. Okay. We got we ended up talking about mutual chemistry last week. Okay. And so this week I just want to talk about some of the things that you go into or don't go into, talk about or don't talk about before marriage or before like when you're getting to these different stages of relationships. So my first question for you today, honestly, is are there any things that you don't talk about before marriage? Before like marriage, anything off limits, or you shouldn't, or what, or or even you could you could see this question as: Are there any things that you wouldn't talk about at certain stages of the process between dating, engagement, and being engaged? I just I just think that's way too elaborate. I believe if you're going to spend time with someone and you're in the dating process and you're moving towards engagement and hopefully moving towards marriage. There shouldn't be anything off limits as far as communication is concerned. You should be open, vulnerable, and transparent to be able to talk about everything because you guys are going to see each other in ways that, you know, no one has seen you before, you know, and so you want to be at a place where, you know, the trust has already been established. Uh, The confidence is already there. The vulnerability has already been in place. So there shouldn't be anything if you're moving through the progression of dating and you're getting to uh, the engagement process and hopefully marriage, there shouldn't be anything off limits. You know, I want to know who you are and I want you to know who I am and young people or whether you're young or not, or you're reentering back into the dating game everything should be open for you to communicate because communication tells you everything. So speaking of communication, when you talk about communication, um, there is a certain waiting period or that some people may have in their minds. You know, I know certainly growing up, you hear things like, 
you need to see this person in all four seasons. What are your thoughts about that? I think it's great. When you refer to the all four seasons, what I look at or what I think about rather is the things that they're going through, how they react in certain time periods in their life. That's good. However, that doesn't always tell you everything. You're getting a glimpse of different seasons in their life. But my go-to is always communication. Because if there's a stalemate when there comes to communication, then the question is why? Why are we not communicating? Why are we not being transparent? Why are we not fielding the difficult questions? Why are we not going beyond the surface? Because the answer to those questions are going to communicate other things. So communication, I just don't bank on how I feel. I think feelings are very important and I think they're necessary in everything that we do. You know, how we feel about a person, I'm infatuated. You know, I really care and I really feel myself going to the next uh, place in life with this person as a companion. But you want to know how that person thinks and how they feel about life. And then you also want to communicate how you feel about that person and how you feel about life. And I believe that that is absolutely imperative. Okay, there. I appreciate you sharing that. And you, you're talking a lot about communication. So it's really good to, to kind of stay on this vein of communication. Because I do think that people may be wondering, what are some things you need to think about with regard to communication, how we communicate indicators from what people say and what they don't say. Um, and so I just want to stay on that for a second and talk about some of the things. You know, we talk about um, deal breakers in communication. <laughs> what are some deal breakers in communication for dating that dating? Deal breakers in communication. I think that's a very important question. I think it's great. I think it's relative. When you don't want to communicate, when you don't want to talk. When you say don't want to talk, you mean like I'm staring at a blank. Yeah. I mean, there's some people, I mean, it's like watching paint dry. I mean, come on, <laughs> open up your mouth. I mean, you have to talk. You may not be the the best at, you know, forming sentences or articulating your point. That doesn't matter. If you're if you're going through the dating process, through the dating journey, and you're saying, I continue, I continually want to see you. I continually want to speak to you, to talk to you, to be around you. I want to spend time with you. You need to talk. You need to open up your mouth. Tell me, tell me where you're from. Tell me how you grew up. Tell me some of your life experiences. Because these things, your life experiences begin to paint a picture, if you will, of your outlook to life. Your, uh, whether or not you're self-aware. Are you conscious of who you are? How do you see yourself? How do you see me? And how do you see the world? These things are important. I want, you've got to have some more than someone that just wants to hold your hand or kiss you or just tell you how beautiful or how smart you are. Mm -hmm. you, you want more than that. You want depth. You want someone that has something to say. All right. What would you say to the film about that? Because, you know, they're not beautiful. They're not smart. They might well, be smart, but, you know, <laughs> what would you say? I'm going to say the same thing. I mean, just... 
just talk. Talk about how you feel. Talk about what you want. What are your goals? What are your expectations? How do you see yourself? You know, how do you see women? How do you see men? You know, why, why do you want to be in this relationship? Why do you want to have a relationship? Is this something that you desire or is it a box that you're trying to check off? You know, I, I want to know whether or not you have some substance because everyone has gone through something. Everyone has experienced both good and bad. All of us have. Okay, well, that's life. That's normal. Get past the pain. Can you get over it? Because communication tells me that not only do you have something to say, communication tells me that you have a root system. In other words, there's some depth to you. There's more than to you than, than what you look like, than what your shape is, what your ethnicity is. There's more to you than what you function in every day. Communication opens up the door to your mind into your heart mm-hmm. and that's important it tells me who you are yeah that's real good that and and then thinking about some of those additional components about deal breakers you know you were talking about being opening up and telling people who you are yeah. well I, my question for you around that is does a person share or have to share everything about their past that's a really great question and that's that's one that I believe that it doesn't matter what I say. It's going to come down to the atmosphere that the both of you all present to each other. If you present an inviting atmosphere, if you make each other feel comfortable, if you make each other feel safe, I don't I don't want to put limits. I don't want to put parameters on what can be said or what shouldn't be said. You should feel comfortable to be able to communicate anything and everything that you want to communicate. After all, this is a dating journey. You're marching towards something. You have a destination that you want to reach. And hopefully you're going to want to spend the rest of your life with this person. Maybe not today. Maybe not tomorrow. Maybe not next week. But at some point, these things about who you are, who are you? What do you really want in life? What do you want to do with your life? These things are very important because there's so many things that can come up in just the dating process alone, not to even mention marriage. There's a whole lot of things that can come up and you don't want to get down the road six months into a marriage, 24 months in a marriage, three years in a marriage and longer and say, who are you? Your husband or wife comes home one day and you ask them a question, who are you? Mm-hmm. And and then you're, you're getting frustrated and potentially getting angry and you're opening up your mouth to communicate. I don't even know who you are. You didn't tell me this. So you want to cover, especially as you're marching towards engagement. I mean, there's certain conversations that you may have or you may not have prior to being engaged. I truly believe I'm of the mindset that the closer you get to engagement, the more you want to talk about everything. I don't just want to know about you. I want to know about your family. I want to know about your beliefs. I want to know about how you see yourself, how you see me, and how you see the world. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess more about your family because you did talk about, um, you know, some of the things that you should be, you know, I want to know what, how did you grow up, all those things. But you mean like deeper things? Well, or 
It just depends yeah. on it just depends on the atmosphere. Is the atmosphere conducive to me communicating? In other words, you can't force a person to open up and to be transparent, but you hope that you're making the atmosphere inviting for them to feel like they can communicate anything that they want to communicate. You know, it could be a past relationship that they had and there could have been something that have that could have really gone south in that uh, relationship. And it could have caused a lot of hurt. It could have caused a lot of brokenness. And some people, they're not necessarily talking about, you know, the person, but they're talking about their feelings, how they uh, how they were impacted by what happened. Okay, were they able to get over it? Or are they carrying around the hurt or whatever things that were connected to that past relationship? That's what makes communication so important. I don't want you to have to figure everything out. Yeah, this is about Christians, but it's not just catered to Christians. It's for anyone, any person that has an open mind, but especially Christians. Right. You know, I don't want to have to guess. I don't want to really, to tell you the truth, I don't want to have to discern because I want the atmosphere to be so inviting until you open up your mouth and talk. Well, if you don't talk, I don't know. Then I'm guessing. I'm speculating. Why do that? Yeah, I mean, I guess why do that? And I, the, the why I do that is sometimes there's some unknowns or there's some variables that you don't know what you're going to be at the the on the other end and so i think that um in in thinking about that that you know people this is really a taboo for some people you know and it shouldn't be everybody wants to talk about going to the next level meeting that special someone but there's not many podcasts or not many people out there that talk about like what what are some practical wisdom nuggets for what to do and how to do it well, you know, how to do it. So going along with this communication thing, you know, there's a lot that over the course of time is, is to be communicated, you know, things like finances and family, like family in terms of what you desire. Yeah, absolutely. You know, can you talk a little bit about some of those heavy hitters, the things that people say, that if you don't talk about, it could be the lead, the number one cause of the voice lady. You know, like they say, the number one cause of death is yeah. heart disease. Or maybe yeah. maybe yeah. the number one cause of divorce might be the finances, you know, things that were not or that weren't really uh, fully disclosed. And see, that's the issue. The problem is never finances. And I'm not saying that finances isn't a problem. The problem isn't that I get bored, you know, later on in marriage. The problem isn't that I discovered some addiction and didn't know about it and I started this thing and now it has a hold on me. Mm. The real issue is communication. Okay. We so? didn't talk about who we really are. Who are we? What do we really want in life? What have we experienced? All of these things are indicators. They're indicators to, to express to each other the things that we've experienced in life. And I'm just, I'm big on communication. I really am because it has so much to do with love. It has so much to do with intimacy. It has so much to do with agreement. It has so much to do with self-awareness. It has so much to do with how I see you, how I interact with you and how I interact with my world. 
it's it's about communication because communication is the baseline. It's the way I look at it. It's the baseline for perception. Right. So, like, I really want to talk about something that I know you and I have discussed. Okay. Because I know, like, so in that perspective, you know, you talked about rhythm, right? In thinking about community, because we can really tie this to communication about rhythm. And by rhythm, we mean where you are in relation to where another person is. And, you know, sometimes you can find out things through conversation. And I think when you say you don't want to have to discern, I think as a single person, you do want to kind of be listening for things that lead you to to know where a person is entering in this process from. Like what point? What's their entry point? Sometimes. So can you talk a little bit about that? Let me put this in layman terms, what I believe you're communicating. Uh, it goes back to something that we mentioned uh, about chemistry. How do you know that you have the right chemistry? How do you even know that you have chemistry? I sort of look at this like rhythm. It's like a dance partner. You know, when a man and woman are facing each other, they're holding hands and they're dancing, a man is going to the left and a woman is going to her, uh, a man is going to the right and a woman is going to her left and they're in sync. Well, in sync means that we think alike. The way that we see ourselves, you know, we're open and we're honest and we're transparent and we're vulnerable. The way that we see life, the way that we see the world, it's similar. That, that means we're entering into, we're meeting someone and during this process, we're realizing that we're entering into a rhythm and that our rhythm is the same rhythm. We're moving to the same beat. We're seeing things the same way. And that's so important. That means the way I have always looked at it, because I'm going on 29 years of marriage. So the way that I look at it is that this rhythm that we have makes communication easier. It makes it easier for me to open up about happiness and about pain. It makes it easier because we have the same rhythm. We're swimming in the same pond, so to speak. We're going in the same direction. And the more and more that we keep the rhythm uh, going and moving forward, the more transparent I'm going to be. Or I should better phrase, say, the quicker I am going to be transparent. Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, part of communication is conflict. Part of communication can be disagreement. Absolutely. I agree. So, you know. I want you to tell the people, you know, talk to us. <laughs> talk to talk you about to conflict? About, yeah, talk to us about conflict resolution. Not, no, 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 no. Not resolution. What I, not that I want to exclude that, but I want to talk about this idea that people sometimes have. You know, I certainly heard it growing up. Like, what? you know, I've been married for. 18 oh. years. Oh God! I've never had a conflict. Oh, get out of never, here! <laughs> never okay. had a disagreement. We we never had a disagreement. So uh, I, let me just grab that for what I believe. For what I believe, you're communicating. Uh, my wife is very passionate, and I'm very passionate about life. Just I'm just passionate about life and about people, about purpose, about what I believe God is showing me, what I'm just intense. I'm just an intense person. Well, my wife and I, we have the same rhythm. Both of us have the same level of intensity, which is high. <laughs> so 
with intensity sometimes there comes miscommunication. And when you miss something in communication, there's a disagreement and it can easily uh, lead to conflict. What makes us reach places of resolution and coming together and resolving that conflict, coming back together to get back into the rhythm again is what we did prior to marriage. We talked. We talked. Everything I do, I talk. When it came to discipline my children, I talk. I didn't just react first. I always talked. I spent time talking because I, I don't just want to explain. I want to hear you. I want to hear how you feel. I want to hear how you think. And then I want to communicate to you how I feel and how I think. Because sometimes when you're trying to do things and you've been together for so long, yeah. you can miss some things thinking that you have it together. Yeah. So then in going back and thinking about it from a dating perspective, because you've been married for a long time. So <laughs> yeah. you got some lessons to learn. That's part of why we are getting this wisdom today. But in thinking about people walking through this as a journey, you know, that communication thing and how to do it, even when there's disagreement or conflict, they might not be able to say, you know, we dance to the same song. We walk, you know, there may be some things that as single women and men, you might want to think about as you, and I think you said one of them best, like you don't want to just learn, you know, reacting. You really want to hear, be in a place to hear. And so as you were talking about being in a place to hear, there's something I've heard you say about the difference between, and I mentioned it in last podcast, but I want you to expound upon it in this one because it's about communication. I'll try. <laughs> open to communication versus being, or in addition to being open in communication. So being open to communication, I guess that's the receptive part of a person and being able to be open to talking about it, communicating about it, and then open in communication to me, I think about transparency. I think about, so do you have anything to say about that? Let me, I can expound on it, but you know me, I'm big on parables. I like to use symbols yeah. and things like you that. Are. Communication to me is like coming into a house. Okay, I'm inviting you into my house. It doesn't mean that you have the liberty to enter into every room. So the house is the freedom of communication. You're, you're coming into my house. It's up to me at that point to give you the liberty into the rooms that make my house up. In other words, what I'm really communicating is that, yes, we're going to talk and I want to communicate. But in communication, I have to be transparent enough to open up the room with pain as well as open up the room with joy oh, and open up the room of success, open up the room of where I want to go, where I've been. Because failures too, it know? everything. So communication to me is everything. It's much greater. This is the way I have felt for years. Communication is much, it's, it's much larger, much greater, much more profound than, able, than, than being able to construct sentences and getting your point across. Because the more you learn about communication, then you're able to understand what's connected with communication. You understand that it's important not just to get your point across, it's important to listen so that you can feel what a person is saying. 
and not just wanting to be right and not just wanting to be heard. More importantly, I want to listen because life in life, so much comes at you so quickly all the time, all during the day. What you think you may know or what you think you may be seeing, it may not be that at all. So it there's a lot of factors that are involved in communication. You know, how I look at you, how I touch you, the tone that I use, mm-hmm. the words that I use, how I construct my sentences. Am I talking at you or am I talking with you? Oh, that's real good. That's real good. Talking at versus talking with. So this communication thing is really big. It's big. And so we spent the whole episode on it. Because, <laughs> it's huge. Because it's huge to you, to me, to everything. I mean, if you ask, ask it's the average everything. Woman, you know, what's important. It's like, you got to be able to communicate with it. You have to. You, I can't read your mind. You can't read my That's mind. right. You, you have to be able to open up your mouth. Communication, and I don't know how much you want to get into this right now because I'm leaving the questions up to you, but to communicate. To me, communication is like intimacy. I, I don't have to touch you to be intimate with you if I communicate effectively enough. And when I say communicate, I'm not just talking about the words that I use. Ooh, that's so good. It's it's how I posture my heart to be able to listen to what you're trying to open up your mouth as well as your heart and your mind and share with me. Mm-hmm. So communication to me is everything. Yeah. Absolutely. Everything. So I really appreciate this. That as we are we're coming to the end, this has been super fun. It goes by so quickly, and it goes by so quickly. And we're coming to the end. I wanted you to get out a couple more questions. This, I you know, know, you got a couple more questions I for our do, listeners. I feel like we can save them for the next episode because you know you gotta you gotta end with like the <laughs> hottest stuff left. And yes, there's a whole bunch of questions that I have for you, but I feel like they all fit within this this really nice bow tie of like some of those things that people like to know that may be a little bit more out there, if I may say. And I'm talking about like things like terms of endearment or things like, you know, uh, relationship statuses, like, (laughs) you know, how people refer to that, some outdated terms, you know, we want to deal with that. And I feel like that's another episode okay, and not this, the communication, okay, you know, but we want to talk about just some of those parameters around how people see the data process. So I'm looking forward to hopefully that you'll bring me back for more questions. (laughs) Well, this sounds like I'm sort of in a vein and these are things that uh, my spiritual daughters and sons, just young people in general, places I go sometimes, I meet single people and even married people that still are missing some things and they have questions about some things. So what has happened with Tiffany and I is that she has just taken time and she's wanted to sit down and talk to me about certain things. And so we just turned it into a podcast and I'm like, look, let's just be open and transparent. Let's not try to rehearse anything. Let's just get on up here and you ask questions because even though I'm talking about the dating process, these things still involve marriage. They involve life and communication is everything. So look guys, this has been another podcast uh, with the principal thing. It's where wisdom meets purpose. And I want to thank you so much for joining me again and being with my daughter, Tiffany. I really appreciate it. Please tune in again because I have a feeling that when I end this podcast, that my daughter's going to have you know uh, a plethora of questions 
again. And she's going to want to, you know, pull my arm to say, well, look, let, let's, let's go back again and let's say some more stuff. So I may kind of sit here in this dating process, this dating journey uh, slash, you know, engagement slash marriage slash life. Uh, I may be here uh, for a moment. Um, so thank you for tuning in. Uh, this is the Principal Thing Podcast. I'm your host, DJ Rod Lindsay. Uh, thank you for tuning in and we'll catch you the next time. Peace. Thanks for listening. Join host D. Gerard Lindsay again next week as we discover how to successfully navigate life with wisdom, knowledge, and understanding and learn the principal thing where wisdom meets purpose.